Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is your girl, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate. I am so happy to be here for another episode of Girl Your Journey Starts Here podcast. Um, we are going to be continuing to continuing our healing series um, for the month of July. I took two weeks off um, because I was busy, 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 busy. I'm always so busy sometimes. Like it just comes in waves and then nothing happens. You know, it could be two weeks of busyness and then two weeks of no business. And then I don't get a chance to record. And for those who are like, well, you should record or people who, you know, actually batch their content or batch their podcast. That's not who I am. I don't do that. I don't like to do that. Maybe in the future. But I'm one of those people that are just like go with the flow and I, I need for the like it to hit me, you know. So when I have something that I want to talk about, of course, I'm going to do the podcast on that topic because I'm kind of authentic that way. I like for you to get the podcast that I am going to talk about at that time, not something that I had already pre thought up. So I and that works for other people it just doesn't work for me right now. I, I like the way I do things. So sometimes I might not be seem like I'm being consistent because I don't give you something every Friday or um, every month or something like that. But sometimes I just I mean, I'm being honest, I suffer from mental health issues. There are days that I just lack all creativity and my brain is like fogged out. So there are days that I just can't come up with anything. And then there are other days I'm like, you your whole life is a podcast girl, get up there and talk about something. So here I am for the last um, week in July for the healing um, episode for this entire month. Um, next month, I am definitely going back to cocktails and conversations because I definitely have like four young ladies that I want to talk to on the podcast and they will have all agreed to like jump in on next um, month to actually um, be interviewed and have some conversations with me. So stay tuned for that as well. So let's just jump into this week's podcast episode. Stop giving your power away. What does this have to do with healing? What does my having my power taken away from me have to do with healing? Let me jump into the topic. You give your power away to people who ne- if they negatively negatively influence the way you behave, the way you feel, and the way you think, you have given your power away to these people. This keeps you from healing. A lot of you all who come to me are healing from um from 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 trauma, you know, be it relationships, you know, family relationships, work relationships, friendships, whatever it is, this is what you all are coming to me to heal. And although I'm not a therapist, I'm just a coach, we still deal with trauma and 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 we still deal with, you know, toxic behavior and you know, me helping you try to get past some of those things. But if you're coming to me, continuously 
And you're telling me that you're triggered by certain things in your life, certain people in your life, and this is making you come out of character, then you're doing something wrong. You're stunting your own growth because you're not getting rid of these people because they have so much power over you. I can give you an example of that. Now, think back when I told you, if you are listening to the podcast, if you're a regular listener, you know that I constantly talk about my husband and I use a lot of my own experiences to to coach you all and, and, and teach you all the things that I actually have gone through that I've grown from. And these are my life experiences that I bring to you all because I don't want you all to think that whatever I talk about, I don't know anything about because I haven't been there. I've been there. I'm always been, I've always been there. I've been through every damn thing. Okay. So once I talk about something, this is because I actually have experienced this. And I learned how to get away from from it. And this is why I'm teaching you how to do the exact same thing. And then what I get a lot is, well, you know, well, because I'm I'm different from you. You are different from me. But we have the same problems. So either you're going to learn to going to learn something from me so that you won't continue to follow and make the same mistakes. Or you're going to keep going on with that continued pattern. I wish I had people who could come into my life and say to me, hey, what you're doing is bull crap. You need to find something else to do. Nobody did that to me. Nobody helped me. And, you know, I, I'm i one of those people who would love to be pulled aside and say, you know, hey, sis, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do. Because you know what What happened? This would save so many relationships. This would save so many suicide attempts. This would save so much therapy money. Because if somebody really wanted to, if, 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 if you all listen, see, I will listen to feedback. I will listen to criticism. I have no problem with that. Some of you all don't want to because you don't think anything is wrong with you because you thinking what you're doing is right. We don't know. You know, and when it comes to my husband's going back to taking the power away, when you give people your power, they will use it against you to make sure that they win arguments. They will take that power that they have taken away from you to use it against you in some, some type of way. And when you have no power left, you allow these things to happen. So what I had to do to take my power back, because the one thing that my family had control over me and had power over me and my husband to this day would say they normally would could tell me, you know, if we all got into arguments, if I got into arguments with each and every one of them at a different time, they said, they would say, well, you're just drinking. And that's why you're saying it. Every time you get to drinking, this is what they would say because they had power over me. I let how they affect what, what they would say to me, take me out of character. All the time I wasn't drinking, but because they had so much power over me, I I negatively reacted to their foolishness. They had power over me. I had given them my power so they could say things like you were drinking, you're drunk every time you get to drink it because they had so much power over me because I did not know how to respond to their, to their foolishness. And, and it's so funny because again, me and my husband don't no longer have arguments. We have discussions and there are times and he does it constantly where he will gin up anger because 
See, this is a defensive mechanism when you're not, when you have no coping skills. This is a defensive mechanism. And listen to what I'm saying. Because if you are always on the defense, you are never wrong. You're, you, you can point out everybody else's wrongdoings, but you will not take responsibility for your own actions. Then you're unhealed and there's something wrong with you. So what he will do is he will get, we will have a discussion, but if the discussion is not going the way he intended it to go, then he uses, you know, cussing words, you know, now, even though I'm a huge curse cursor, I, I curse a lot, you know, I'm working on that. I'm healing from those kind of words, but when I'm having discussions, I no longer like to use words that would enhance the conversation. I no longer like to use words that will put either one of us in a situation where we will regret what we're going to say and things that we're going to say that we can't take back. So I no longer curse when we're in, in discussions. I no longer try to use words that will make him feel some type of way. I don't, I no longer use um, words that will, you know, enhance the the, the the conversation. Like I don't want to, I don't want this to escalate to an argument. So I now, because I'm healing, choose what I say carefully. So when I don't care for the conversation and I hear his voice get high, I'll back away. This is not a sign of weakness. Okay. See, that's another thing I had to learn that, you know, if I, if I, if I backed away, I don't want this. I don't, Hey, don't, don't take me like, you know, Hey, like this, this won't pop off. So I had to get in my mind that I don't care what they thought. Every, I pick my battles now and every argument is just not worth it. It's such a waste of time. I spent so much of my marriage not understanding that, having long out, knock out, drag out arguments over something that took forever that was just stupid and we said things we had no business saying. Well, he hasn't taken on to this thing yet. He hasn't caught, caught up with that yet. So when we have discussions, he will get heated and he will say words and I will give him a chance to say, hey, Bring your voice down. Let's not use those words. Don't curse at me. Not because I'm weak, not because I'm scared, but because I'm scared for him and he knows me. Okay. I'm scared for whoever will confront me and your tone, your tone is out of whack. Okay. I'm scared for you. So I suggest you rethink through how you're going to speak to me when we're talking. But this is also because I no longer let them have power over me. I no longer let them bring out the fool in me. I no longer let people take me out of character. Hence, when I told you about my next door neighbor, me and her got into a knockout, drag out argument. And the first thing that came out of the heifer's mouth was, you're not a transformation coach. You ain't no life coach. You Because I did get out of character. Because I let what she negatively said to me affect me. I let it affect the way I thought, the way I acted, and the way I spoke. Because I gave her power over me. That was the last time I spoke with her and was the last time I would ever let that happen to me again. When you're healing, people 
will do these things. There will be times when people will pull you out of character all the time, but they do this because they know that you're healing. But you have to remember you're healing during this time. You can't say, I, you know, and I get this all the time, you know, this person just triggers me. This person just triggers me. Well, hell, why are you talking to the person? Well, this place, every time I have to go to this place, it triggers me. Why are you going to the place? See, you have choices to make. Either you want to heal or you freaking don't. Either you want to stay in that continual endless cycle of toxicity or you want peace. And I would rather have peace any day than win an argument with my husband. Because in the end, I end up winning the argument anyway, because I promise you, whatever we discuss, it, it, it might cool off for two or three, four days. And he ends up coming back and tells me, well, see, you were right. Because I am. I'm always right. I don't know why people don't realize that. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, duh. You know? So they, they have no, I, I give him no more power over me to trigger me, to pull me out of my healing. And, you know, and I remember him saying this was a couple of weeks ago. Why didn't you just put your foot down, you know, about a decision he made? But see, I keep reminding him when your voice went high, I went low and bowed out. Because what you will not do is take that voice up a notch and go off on me and then expect me to return your same type of energy. Now, I do match energy where it needs to be. But sometimes I just pick my battles. So in this particular instance, when I did not put my foot down like I usually would, it was because I was healing. And I also know that in the end, I will be right. And guess what? In that particular situation, I was right. Even though I told him calmly my opinion, how I felt about the situation, he proceeded to go off. When that force got where it needed to be, I decided this is not a battle that I want to fight. Let me back down. Not because I'm weak, not because I'm scared, but you don't have to spend your entire day, your entire week, your entire month, entire minute arguing with people that you know for a fact were only trying to trigger you and pull you out of character. Stop being in a place of healing. And then keep resorting back because you're comfortable with the toxicity. If you're a toxic person, then this is what you like. Then you need to work on the fact that you are toxic too. I knew I was toxic. I love me a good damn argument, especially if I know that I'm right. Oh my God. I will argue you to to, to death because I know I'm right. And that's who I used to be. But sometimes you can't argue with fools. And majority of the time what I learned was when I was doing the arguing, I was acting like a fool too. But once I started healing, I have to analyze what I think and talk about. I have to say words that don't trigger because not only again, not only am I looking out for this person, I'm looking out for me too, because I don't want to spend the rest of the day with a damn headache. I don't want to spend the rest of the day not getting something done because I'm pissed off about an argument that I knew that I could have avoided if I had to just set my boundaries and get away from it. I don't want to spend the rest of the day not having no motivation to do anything. 
I don't want to spend the rest of the day triggered and my anxiety is up and my head is hurting and I need a drink or I need a cigarette or whatever, whatever else other people use to cope. I pick my battles because I pick peace. I pick peace over battling. I don't have the energy in me anymore to battle. I don't have the energy in in me anymore to put up with foolishness. If you don't understand what I'm saying calmly, you damn sure not going to like what I'm going to say when I get loud. So you pick your battles. And, And because I'm in a place of healing, I just choose peace. And for the life of me, I can't understand why most of you all don't see that. You know, what I always get is, well, I just need to prove my point. Well, I just need to, you don't need to do anything with a fool. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your baby mama, your baby daddy, your cousin, your mama, your sister, your brother, your coworker, your church member, your sorority member. I don't care who it is, your next door neighbor. Some things are not worth battling for. And then I think what we get this misconception is, especially like, you know, because what trips me out is we will argue with the neighbor. We will argue with a coworker, but we're so afraid to argue with baby daddies and baby mamas. We are so afraid not to break hearts of our family members when they constantly break yours. We're always thinking about the other people. We're always feeling sad. And then we get so outright when they go off on you and then you get all out of line. And then that's what they say. And that's when the first thing they go for it. When it was me, especially see, I knew you was drinking. You always drinking. You do this when you drink it. Now they have their power. Now I've lost the argument because they have so much power over me because I acted a fool. And guess what? Once they do that, they're going to retreat and go about their damn day. And guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to be heartbroken. You're going to be sad all the damn day. You are going to be, your head is going to be hurting. You ain't going to be able to do anything. Now you're going to be thinking about how to get them back. How you going to exact revenge. Who wants to go through that day after day after day with the same people? When you can get rid of people, you can cut people off. It is not something in what, tell me what is so hard about cutting people off out of your life. I had a baby daddy before I was a baby mama before when he decided to act like a nut, I cut him off. No, I did not worry about, well, my kid might miss him because even when he was in his life, my kid didn't see him. He came in when he got ready, left when he got ready. So I just set up a boundary and I didn't even know back then at 19 years old, I was setting these boundaries. All I knew is, I was not going to argue with this dude. And I didn't do that. The things that me and my son's father went through, he would say what he said and I would do what I would do. And I would keep it moving. Not to mention he was my baby's father. He wasn't my boyfriend. He wasn't my husband. I no longer wanted him. So there were other fish in the sea. And guess what happened when I decided to go on about my life and not let my, my baby daddy, you know, worry me and, 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 and be up in my face and say things to me I, like he was crazy. I moved on and found other people. I found another man. 
And that and what happened was he started being jealous. Oh, I don't want my son around him. Blah, 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 blah. Go straight to hell, please. Because I had no more tolerance for this person. I didn't have to argue with you. Yes, my son, I've written for a long time now. I'm not going to lie. Up until my son is about five years old, I allowed that foolishness. Now, I'm not going to lie. Up until about four or five. No, I want to say three. Three, four, and five. I'm lying. Up until about five years old, I kind of, you know, kept weaning back and forth, you know, because, oh, I wanted my, because I really wanted my son to have a father because he, his, he grew up with the father in his household. They were the Huxtables. I didn't grow up with the dad and when, and, and, and the dad I had, if you listen to the podcast, you know what type of dad he was, wasn't a piece of crap. He was a piece of crap. So I didn't want it badly for my son to have his father in his life. And I did work towards that, but see the Scorpio in me, the mean me in me <laughs> was like, dude, you better get on through. I got too many other guys lined up who will take his place, take your place. And I got on through. Because I knew that my son needed his father, but I also knew that I could be mother and father because my mom did it. I also knew that I needed to pick and choose the battle I wanted to fight and I, and, and, and what I needed my son to see. And my, I never talked bad about him, to, about his father to him. I never put his dad down because I always said to myself, like my mom did previously to me, you will see. That you're, and you know it's so funny because now that I think about that, she's told she's always telling me that I will see how trifling my dad is. I did, and she still didn't believe me when I told her what he did with me. But that's a whole other podcast. But you, you get what I'm saying. My son eventually found out who he was, and guess what? My son ain't care. My son to this day be like, I don't, you know, that's your baby daddy. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because. We, 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 as women, you know, we think that, you know, we're, we're the breadwinners. I was doing everything for my son. You know, I was getting a little bit of tiny child support. Well, Ralph Lauren is not, he didn't send enough money for Ralph Lauren. And for anybody who knows me, who listens to this podcast, know how my boy stayed fresh to death. I took him to get haircuts every Friday. I did those things. So what did he didn't have his daddy in his life, but I made sure he had some guys around. He had some uncles. I had, I had several boyfriends that came in to care of my son. I opened up room for me to get on through because I wasn't going to go back through the toxic cycle. So when you all are in these cycles and you have children and the person that you need to get rid of is your baby daddy or your baby mama, you have got to say, you know what? I'm going to just have to pray about this thing and I'm just going to have to keep it and move on because you're thinking about the kids, but y'all don't know what the kids are thinking about. Let's go to cutting off family members. You can do that. You can get sisters in Christ, brothers in Christ. You can have spiritual mothers, spiritual fathers. Yeah, what is this thing where we can't, I mean, you know, and, and, and just to talk, just to dwell off into cutting people off for a hot second, only in the African American community is where we are so supposedly family oriented, but yet we're the most backstabbing of them all. Because in what Chinese cultures, Vietnamese cultures and Korean cultures and even white folk, 
will write you out your will. I mean, you disgrace some somebody in another country, you know, as a as a child, the whole family cut you off. And they're like, you don't even exist. And I don't think it's because they don't have hearts and they don't love these people. But, you, hey, you know, you decided to do whatever you want to do, and, and it, it doesn't work for me. And that's how it should be. In, I mean, we have to stop thinking just because we're supposed to be black and we're supposed to sit together. All family, we're not the Huxtables. All families don't come packaged up like that. I cut off my family members that did me wrong because I got tired. I got tired of the continuing cycle of them betraying me and doing me wrong. I got tired of the endless cycle of the lies. I don't have to put up with that for the rest of my life because they're family. No. Remember, they're choosing what they're doing to you. How come you are choosing to allow it? See, that's the kind of stuff that makes you weak. Not because you pick and choose the battles you want to fight and you back down. But when you allow that stuff, you are weak. You are giving them power over you. For what? Because you're constantly thinking about them and how this makes them feel and what will happen to them. The whole time while they're committing their little devious crimes against you, they could care less. Well, I got a good heart. Y'all know how much I hate that message, that little slogan. Just because I cut you off doesn't mean I don't have a good heart. I'm saving your heart. Because everybody who know me know I'm a little nuts and certifiable. Don't run up on me. But I want peace. You should want peace. When you're healing, peace is healing. Healing is peaceful. You should want to have a peaceful life. I don't care what everything is and what what you don't realize about peace is just because you have peace doesn't mean that everything else in your life is not going to go wrong. But I'm teaching you how to learn. I'm teaching you how to react to things that go wrong. Like my, remember I told you, if you're listening to the podcast, how my husband's always like, well, you ain't worried about what's going to happen five years from now. You ain't worried about what's going to happen. I'm worried about things that happen next week, but what can I do about it? Am I going to let that steal my entire week this week about next week, about five years from now, or am I going to enjoy what I have right now? It's about peace. You will be okay if you cut off people. You will be, you're not cutting off people because you don't like them and because, you know, you, you, you're being mean to them. You're cutting them off because they're treating you badly. Why can't you see that? If you're no, if you know that you're triggered by places that you, you places that you go or places, people that you are around, why would you keep going around these people? Why would you keep going to these places? You have got to pick your battles. You have choices. And if you're choosing to constantly be mixed up in toxicity and foolishness, then you don't get to blame anybody but yourself. Which brings me into three things you can do to take back your power. 
You got, I can give you three things quickly. I can give you 1,700 of them, but I'm going to give you three quick things for the sake of the podcast that you can do to take back your power from these people, from these triggers. Because you have the power to control your destiny. You have the power to control your healing. You have the power to, to control how you act how you speak, and what you think. You walk around because you're, you feel defeated doesn't mean that you are. Depression and anxiety lies to us. It makes us think that we are worthless. We're hopeless. We don't, we're not going to have anything. We're weak. We're not. And you can absolutely take your power back. This is how you can do it. Number one, y'all know, y'all know what's coming. Set boundaries. Set healthy boundaries. No means no. I'm going to delete you off my Facebook. I'm going to delete you off every social media I have. I'm going to delete you. I'm going to block you from my phone. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you until you come to your senses that I am not going to tolerate what you are putting out. You will no longer bully me. I don't have to answer to you. I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to deal with you. Because I protect my peace. You can set boundaries with your coworkers. If you got a coworker that's coming to you all the time, venting and, and getting on your nerve and always telling you her business, cut her off. Or set boundaries. If you got a baby daddy, baby mama drama, if it ain't got nothing to do with the kid, why y'all talking? Why you talking? You ain't together. What's, why you talking? If you know that there's some place that you don't like to go, if you don't like to go on over to grandmama's house or your aunt Shirley's house or whoever house and you know that it triggers you and y'all every time you go over there, something pop off, why you going? Stop doing things out of obligation for other people's feelings while absolutely neglecting your own. Set boundaries with people. And if they cross your boundaries, now it's time to get those scissors. Because you have a choice to make. Number two, and you know that when it's anytime you decide to take your power back, you're gonna go, you're gonna get all of the guilt comments and all of the you used to and you can and you nah. There's nothing written in no Bible, no code of conduct, nothing that says you can't cut family members off, baby daddies off, baby mamas off, friends. There's nothing that says you can't. Take back your power. You have the power to stand up for yourself. Do that. Number two, take full responsibility for your actions after you have set your boundaries and you allow these people to come back in and, and, and act fool again. Now you can no longer, well, every time I go around, so-and-so always act like this. Well, why you keep going around there? Now it's your problem. So if, so what if Sally, your cousin always got drama or your mama, every time you call her, she always got something to say that's negative. Well, then why you keep calling her? You can call her if something is wrong once a week. 
Why you keep talking to your baby daddy and your baby mama? You are allowing these people to do exactly what they are doing. So you no longer can complain about it or talk about it. You can't do anything about it, but it's all up to your responsibility that I am choosing negativity, toxicity over my healing. You have to take full responsibility for your actions when you step out of line. If you step out of line and get the cussing and fussing and acting like a fool, you can't blame nobody but yourself. Everything is on you when you keep allowing people to muster over you, just run over you, do things over to you. That's your problem now. So what if the person you always talk to is drunk and always start stuff? Well, why are you around them? You don't have to be around these people. I mean, I would like for somebody to call me, DM me, text me, tell me why you have an obligation to be around all of these people if it's wrecking your healing. You have a choice. Either you want to heal or you don't. You can't heal with the people that broke you. And too many of you all are doing that. You're trying to heal with the people that break you. You're trying to heal with the people that continuously put you down. People who continuously, you know, ridicule you and, and scandalize your name. You're trying to heal with these same people because you're thinking if I start healing, these people will heal too. No, the hell they won't. I am living proof that what you're doing, they're not going to do because they ain't ready. Take full responsibility for everything that goes on with you because that's what you were choosing. Number three, like I said in number two, stop complaining about it. Stop going around telling everybody about your mama and your sister and stop going around telling everybody about your baby daddy and your baby mama. And and I just don't understand. Yes. No, let it go, sis. Let it go, bro. You allow this stuff. Ain't nobody want to hear nothing about it if you ain't going to change it. Stop complaining about stuff you allow and then going out there talking to people about it, thinking they're going to have sympathy for you. Because I'm going to tell you about people, and I'm one of those people. I give you so many times to come to me with your foolishness about the same thing. Then I stop, I just, then I just stop listening. I don't give you any advice about it because you know now what my saying is? Well, you allowed it. Same, you know, it's so funny because I love my mother to death. She'll call me still to this day saying things about her daughter. And she'll say, well, you know how your sister is. And I, and I, and I stay quiet. I stay quiet because remember, I told her that I don't want to hear those things. That's a part of my boundaries that I set with her. But sometimes she'll sneak things in. And she'll say little things what she's been doing all of my life since we've been little. You know, they're best of friends. Oh, that's her baby. You know, they're doing things behind my back. they saying things behind my back. Oh, they're the best of friends until my, my sister does something that she doesn't like. And then she calls me. Well, she can't really call me and complain anymore. She happens to, we'll be talking about something else that she'll call for and then she'll try to sneak it in. But see, I give her one time a day. You know, I give her one time a week to do that because that's my boundary. But instead of engaging in the conversation, instead of talking to, 
and 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 having her complain about it and going, I stop it at one sentence. Well, you allow it, and that's how I do, and I cut it off. And guess what? The conversation ends, and we eventually hang up. Just that simple. Didn't doesn't say that I don't love her. Doesn't say that I don't have a good heart. But guess what? My peace is so much more than that stupid conversation about somebody stupid that she couldn't that she continues to allow to do stupid stuff to her. Because she can cut off her, she can cut her daughter off if she wants to. She can quickly do it. Yes, it's her child, but my thing is you allow it. And there's nothing else we can talk about. And that's what's gonna happen to you. People, you're going to keep calling, coming to people about the same foolishness, about the same people. You know, I'm so sick of my girl, my, my friend at work. First off, just stop with these work friends. Stop bringing work friends home. I'm so sick of hearing about her every time she comes to work. So, well, then go find new work friends. Go find somebody else to be around. You don't have to be around her. You don't have to talk to her. Just because she's at work doesn't mean you have to talk to her. You say when she comes to you, Starts with that foolishness about her boyfriend or her husband or her baby daddy. But like, girl, you allow that, sis. And you keep it moving. Eventually, they'll get tired of their own bullshit. I got tired of my own bullshit and I changed it. That's what healing is about. Yes, you may go it alone sometimes. Remember me talking about healing throughout this entire series and anytime I talk about it on any previous podcast when you let go you open up the room for better you are sitting around being lonely and again I'm not talking to people remember I have and I have to say this again if you are codependent if you suffer from codependency before you can do anything you need to heal that first If you are addicted to being with people, if you are addicted to having these people around you, then you need to heal that first. You're not going to be able to set any boundaries. You're not going to be able to do anything until you heal that. And again, since I'm not codependent on people like that, I'm okay with setting boundaries. And putting my peace first. And this is what you have to do. You have to take back your power. Your power. To say. You will not pull me out of character. You will not sit and talk to me like this. You will not. Get in here. And disturb my peace. You take back your power. You can talk to these people, but then now you have to set these boundaries. You have to pick and choose the battles you want to fight. If you're going to keep these people in your life, you better set some heavy ass boundaries. Hey, this is what we're going to talk about, but this is what we're no longer going to talk about. I love my husband to death. He is my dude. But when he gets to raising that voice, I will cut that conversation straight off. Let's revisit this conversation when your mouth and your brain is functioning properly because um, something ain't clicking for you to be talking to me like you crazy. 
And it's okay to say that. You know, and he'll get a little upset about it and, you know, he'll walk away and he'll do little two-year-old stuff, which I'm used to. Don't bother me because guess who at peace? He got a headache over there with the with the arched up eye and he feeling some type of way. Not me. <laughs> I'm laying down. I'm watching a movie. I'm creating content. I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. Because I will cut it off. I used, and I know, and he, you know, it's, I know it makes him pissed off that the old me would yell and scream and cuss and fuss and put, put my point across. You don't have to be right about everything. As much as I am right, I don't got to be right. Because I would rather protect my peace over anything. My peace is worth so much more than argue, arguing with fools. You have got to learn this. When you start on your healing journey, you have got to learn. One of the first things about healing is taking accountability and letting go. You can't heal with the people that broke you. You cannot heal with these people. I don't care how you put it. If you think that you're going to start your healing process, but you're going to keep these foolish, toxic people around you that trigger you, that pull you out of character, that influence you negatively, you're going to be trying to, you're going to be starting over healing and ever, and you ain't going to never heal. Well, I just don't know why I do this. I just, I, 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 that's excuses now. At this point it's excuses. There's no reason to do it. Stop bringing your children in it. Stop bringing in the fact that I got a good heart. Stop bringing in, well, that's my family. Well, that's my baby daddy. Stop that. Either you want to heal or you don't. It's just that simple. I pick my battles. Matter of fact, I don't battle anymore. I, I, I really don't. I don't battle anymore. Battling time for me is over. I'm just too old to spend too much energy on it. I don't have no I don't have the energy for it anymore. Most of the time again, when I'm right, it always comes back. So I just sit back and chill. Go watch TV. Go journal. I just sit back and chill. Yes, it gets lonely doing your healing. But while you're on your healing journey, you need to be practicing self-love. Learn how to love yourself and be content with yourself. Because the only person you're going to have doing your healing journey is you. So you better get used to you. You better start loving you. You better start appreciating you. I appreciate everything about me. I'm out here in Texas all by myself. Yes, there are days when I get a little lonely. Yes, there are days, and I don't get lonely per se because I have my friends um, to talk to, you know. But there are days, you know, where I will see, you know, friendships and people doing things with their family members. Yes, those those things do, you know, y'all have to excuse my pup. He's in here while I'm recording today. I, those that those are the times when I get a little lonely, but then I think about, ooh, I dodged a bullet. I'm so glad I set that boundary, and then I go find something cute to do. 
Self-love is the best love. You're going to, when you're healing, you're going to be spending a lot of time with yourself. You need to learn how to love it, to love every minute of it. Because healing is, uh, it's, it's a stressful, strenuous pro- progress. But you can do it. You have to want to do it. So that is it. That is it for this week's episode. I I really love that episode. That was a really, really, really good one. I think I'm going to do more of taking your power back episodes. Maybe, um, y'all have to excuse me again. My puppy is in here. So if y'all hear the bells jingling, it's because he is apparently getting up from his little nap while I've been in here talking so loud. I must have woke him up. But that was a good episode for me. I I have to sometimes remind myself that I need to also keep my power in check because I'm the queen of me. And I don't like giving away my power easily. I no longer want to be triggered. And I don't want that for you. You have the power to decide who you want in your life. You have the power to heal. You have the power to say no. You have the power to set boundaries. You have the power to do what you need to do for you. And if you need help, I'm always here. You can take my six-week coaching program or you can take the four-week self-love and healing email course to get yourself on track if you don't want a coach, you know, for six weeks right now. This is this email course is, of course, up to you. Um, you can take it when you want to. You know, you just pay for it. I'll send you the email, the, the course through emails. You get to keep it for a lifetime. And you can go back to it when you need to because it's just like videos, workbooks, so on and so forth. But it's at your own pace. But if you want to start working on your self-love first so that you can, you know, start leading up to say, you know what, I'm ready to learn how to set boundaries. I'm ready to get this coaching thing. Then I'll be waiting right there for you. But then the self-love and healing mini course, you'll just learn how to take care of yourself, how to love on yourself and why, you know, loving yourself is important for your mental health. You can always DM me. You can always email me. You can always text me. If you just want to get on my books and say, hey, I just want to talk to you for about 30 minutes to an hour. Um, no, well, 30 minutes is free. An hour is like, I think, $57 or something. But I, you have access to the healing you need. You have the power to start the healing that you need to do. It's your choice. Take back your power. Set boundaries. Take full responsibility for your actions. And stop complaining about things that you're not going to change. Nobody don't want to hear it no more. It is time for you to do that. I'm rooting for you. I will be there for you if you need it. Always remember that you have the power to do anything you set your mind to. 
Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of um, this month. Well, I think this month is ending this week, isn't it? This weekend. I think this month ends this weekend. I'm looking at my calendar. Yeah. August is Monday. Mm, Okay. That went by fast. So have a great rest of the weekend. Look forward to um, next month's episodes um, of Cocktails and Conversations because I will be inviting guests. So we'll just be having some conversations on different topics, business, mental health, self-care, self-love, etc. So stay tuned for that. Don't forget to wa- uh, to uh, listen, subscribe, leave your girls some, some stars, please, five preferably. Leave me some reviews if you, you know, let, you know, help us out, boost the sister up, y'all, y'all, y'all listening, I'm gonna need y'all to do those things for me, um, anytime that you have something you want me to talk about, you know, either you can ask me to talk about it on, um, Tuesday Talks with Lady O, or you definitely can, you know, send me an email and I can talk about it in the podcast, you know, of course, you don't have to, um, share with me your identity, or if you don't want me to tell your name, I definitely will. Other than that, this is your affirmation for the rest of the weekend. I have the power to control my destiny. Keep saying that all weekend long. I have the power to control my destiny. I have the power to control my destiny. Peace. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.